0: What up, y'all? It's your man Ernest, or you love Ernest and Guy, different name. Back again with another episode, the Ernest Thoughts Podcast. So, full transparency. <laughs> so, I uh, I was just recording. I just got finished recording the episode of the My Two Cents Podcast. Um, that's my other podcast. Um. And that episode was uh, an emotional one, so um, I'm, you know, just done, uh, just recovering, I guess, (laughs) from uh, a little bit of, uh, you know, tears and, and being choked up and things of that nature. It's talking about MF Doom, so, you know, yeah. Um, you can catch that podcast pretty much everywhere you can catch this podcast as well you just type in uh, you know my two cents my two cents as in uh, the number it's spelled out numerically so you know the dollar sign zero decimal point zero two or just type in you love earnest the same way that it's spelled here and you should be able to search that up. Like I said, it's pretty much where you, where you, where you can find this podcast. You can find that podcast as well. Uh, but, anyways, the show must go on, tears or not. And here's something that makes me not want to cry, but not cry literally, but cry for humanity. Let's talk about the capital siege once again. Um, because I got some things that, uh, some news, um, within this week, uh, the week leading up to today, which, which I'm recording this episode 23rd, by the way, um, I got this information. I want to say around like Monday, Monday or Tuesday, somewhere with that at the top of this week. Um, and, uh, yeah, this, this news, I remember, Last week when I talked about the Capitol, I brought up the the, the fact that the emergency buttons basically um, were all torn apart. They, they were all not malfunctioning, not working, basically. And how I mentioned that, that seems a bit odd to me. That all, this day, the emergency buttons, all of them, not just one, not just two, all of them were, just happened to not be working. And I found that to be a bit alarming. Um, so I was like, huh. And and I mentioned last week as well. You can go back in last to last week's episode if you haven't listened to it. You know the deal. You can pause this, go to listen to that. Or wait till this episode is done. Go listen to that. However you decide to do, I just appreciate the listen. So... Um, I, I, I gave credit to those who might have been uh, very suspicious The consip- conspiracy theorists If you, if you uh, would want to describe them as that But I was very vocal And you know, <laughs> I clowned them But there are times where they're a- absolutely on to something And I gave them credit for it I said y'all was on to something when you talk about that um, uh, a week later after that, or at least literally like I want to say the same day, Monday, when that episode gets posted later on, I, hours later, I find out that, um, uh, there has been more, there was more coordination within this capital siege, um, then what is being put out there. Now, I want to say this because this is my disclaimer for my personal uh, beliefs and what I believe went down. Because um, it, it, it might sound like I'm siding with the conspiracy theorists and saying, yeah, all this was fake. This, These were Antifa members dressed as ma- MAGA heads and maggots, you know? Um, no, I'm not saying that at all. The, the, those maggots, MAGA heads and all that, Were very much real maggots and heads and and all that stuff. Very much real people. Uh, These weren't all crisis actors. The woman who died, who got killed, who got shot by the cop. It's not like it was a fake death or anything. No, there's someone who's really died. There were police officers who were really injured and died. Um, Five deaths, um, to my knowledge. I want three, two of them. I know one of the cops. I want to say one or two of them are cops. Either or one cop dead. And, uh, four maggots dead. So, these are very much real people who died. And they're very much still dead. Till this day. As I'm recording this. As when you're going to listen to this episode. These people are dead. Not to make fun. Light and make fun of them. Rest in peace, Roberto. But no, not to make fun or light of their deaths. Even though I just did. Um... They, they, they're still dead. That's the point I'm making here. Is they're still dead. So when I say that there's, there was coordination in this, and there's something fishy fishy about what 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 went down. Uh, now since you're listening to this, this was three Wednesdays ago. But as I'm recording this, that was two Wednesdays ago. But what went down a couple weeks ago? Um, yeah, some fishy fishy shit. So. Why do I feel as though there was some coordination going on? Well, it goes on to what I mentioned last week as well. This was white supremacy versus white supremacy. There was also a number of police officers on duty, not retired cops, people who are still active police officers um, and, you know, active members of Congress, Senate, you know, uh, politicians and all this other stuff. Within these group, within that group, uh, a couple weeks ago. Also, there were people who this thing was planned out. Upon my the the news that I got, the FBI knew about it. They just did not do anything about it. Now they didn't explain why they didn't do much about it. They just want the American people to. Uh, I think they want to give off the impression that there were just like deep doops but deep we didn't know baby because if 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 it's easier for i guess to to fool the masses into thinking you're just one big doop then it is to actually um, for them to actually know the truth behind it now there are some goofballs and dumbasses within the FBI and the CIA. I mean that whole organization. If you you if you're an entire organization is 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 to 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 be corrupted and to to cause shit and to literally do the things that you claim to be against, that is some derpy derp type shit. You know what I'm saying? But as far as them being like doofuses and beefuses and buttheads and and. Uh, you know all that stuff. No, that's not the case. They want you to believe that is the case, though. They're like they just overlooked this group because it was like, dude, we didn't know thirty, dude. Nah, that that's not the case. The case is it's either because there's no concrete evidence now, at least to my knowledge, as I'm recording this. There's nothing concrete now. If, something, if I find out something, something comes out prior to me uploading this episode, then yeah, the, the updates are going to happen. I'm going to, you know, get off whatever lazy horse I'm doing. I'm going to make time throughout the day and I am going to make sure I implement that within this episode to let it be known, hey, I'm up to date with whatever information has been found out of the FBI's involvement within... What happened a couple weeks ago. At the Capitol. But. Why I'm saying. That they knew about it. And they didn't do much about it. Is because. One. They. Agreed. They probably personally knew. Some of those damn Clans members. But they personally agreed with. Why they. Were storming the Capitol. In the first place. So. That wasn't a threat to them. That wasn't anything that they felt they needed to, uh, 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 intervene in. Two, it goes with what I was saying last week. They view these white folks, these angry white folks as, uh, having the right to do whatever the fuck they want because of white privilege and because they're human beings in their eyes. And if they want to be angry and express that anger, Let him go ahead and do it. But BLM protests and uh, civil rights protests in general um, that are not including majority white people or or trying to uh, push for white supremacy are met with um, violence. So, that's what I mean by the FBI's involvement in all of that. Um, but they weren't the only ones involved in this situation. Like I said, you got the maggots and, um, apparently the mayor, and we don't know, I I was hearing conflicted reports, but apparently mayor Bowser was saying she wanted more cops because she knew about it. And they was like, nah. But then there are other reports saying that she actually did not want cops there. The cops were like, there needs to be more of us here. And she was like, nah, either or fishy, fishy. So to the conspiracy theorists out there who said that this was a situation that they didn't trust from the beginning. Yeah, y'all are honest. Of when y'all are right, y'all are right. You know, I have zero problems Admitting when other people are right on something, I may not have been one hundred percent right on the capital siege uh, because when I, I will admit, when 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 the conspiracies are coming out, I'm like, all right, y'all, y'all always think everything is fucking fake and staged and everything. These are real life people, and I still think that that these are real life people. Um, but certainly not all of them were just. Were, were I guess legit for lack of better wording legit and why they went up there a lot of them were infiltrators of maggots up there and and um they uh riled up that crowd now whether there were infiltrators or not that doesn't take whether that crowd was riled up by the infiltrators or not that doesn't take away any of what happened a few weeks ago. It doesn't take away from the the creeps and the weirdos and shit for taking shits and pissing all over the place and smearing it all over walls. It doesn't take away from the the girl, the lady, who um, stole Nancy Pelosi's laptop and said she's gonna sell it to Russian agents and shit. Listen, how the fuck are you an American? If you got Russian connects, why the fuck you ain't hit me up about it, man? <laughs> nah, but all seriousness. Um, and I hate how she, she is no surprise, but I got to say this because I already said it on Twitter, but is, uh, to act like white supremacy or not, not white privilege, You can put it that way. It's white supremacy too, but to act like white privilege is not real. This woman stormed the Capitol, stole an agent's, or or not a federal agent, but uh, someone who works in the government. She stole someone who works in a government's private property. Well, no matter how you feel about Nancy Pelosi, I don't like the witch. But that's her laptop. That's her private property. If if, if someone were to steal her private property or anybody else's private property, heck someone were to steal Donald Trump's when he was president private property I still would be like why what's the point in all this I can understand if she did it and she was going to hack into it she was going to find some information Shit, she was going to somehow send every single American uh, $20 billion in stimulus checks now that's some Robin Hood type shit and I would be down with it but she was going to do it and claimed she was she she was going to sell it to the Russians, you know. Um, and all she did got was the 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 judge said, "Nah, this woman don't deserve to be locked up. She's clearly mental." Uh, basically, what the judge said was she's she's clearly mentally ill, which is indeed a fact. Um, I think that a lot of people who believe in those type of conspiracy. Uh, theories and all this other stuff are mentally ill. And I'm not saying that as an insult. I'm saying like they they need the help. Um, This woman is no different. She's crazy and shit and that she believed in Donald Trump and all that stuff. She fell for it and all that. But she is clearly mentally ill. But black people don't get that same credence. I know many of black folks... Who have mental disorders? Who are mentally ill? Heck, I talked about a black woman who was uh, who had PTSD uh, because she was raped by a cop. This was just a few months ago, and um, she had an episode with one of the police officers. Now, granted, she she didn't get arrested. She ran. She she ran away from home and all that, but. The simple fact of the matter is there are black people with mental instabilities. Um, and if we don't run away from home, we're jailed. How many people, how many uh, How many black people you know when they had an episode? Hell, there was black folks who um, been killed, who were who mentally ill, who've been shot and killed. Wasn't there a big story years ago where there was this grown man uh, who he had uh, he was having an episode, and his caseworker uh, or social worker was with him while the cops were. Now I don't know why the cops were still called on him, but the cops were called on him, and this 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 man was on the ground with his hands up, like no no weapons on him and anything on the ground with his hands up, and his social worker is pleading to the cops don't shoot him don't shoot him please he's not he's you know he's got this this issue or whatever right um and I think the cops still shot him what the fuck this woman steals the laptop claims she's gonna uh, uh, sell it to the Russians and she gets sent home to her mom because the judge believed that she didn't deserve jail time because of her mental instability. She deserved to be with somebody who's going to take care of her. So if you can look at with someone white and say that, why why is someone black or non-white not getting that same mentality? We know the answer to that. I know the answer to that. I ask that for those who want to act like this shit isn't real. I know I kind of get swi- sideswiped with the coordination, but I had to say that. Um anyways, back to the topic at hand. Like I've saying before. Um there is, there was coordination that went down um a couple weeks ago. Uh, now why was there coordination that went down a couple weeks ago? Um anything to make Trump look bad? <sighs> the probably the most anti-establishment president since John F. Kennedy. Um, But they couldn't or they wouldn't assassinate uh, Trump because he was he was of he 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 was still of the establishment, but he wasn't so anti establishment to the point where he was going to expose some things like John F. Kennedy did or was planning on doing so. But nonetheless, he was—he is still of the establishment, but anti-establishment, uh, anti-status quo. Let me put it that way. And um, yeah, they—they—they uh, they, they had people of the FBI. They had people of other, um, you know, police organizations go into these groups, infiltrate them. Get those people to believe that they were true, and that they were really brothers and sisters of them, and rile them people up, rile them people up to 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 get them to do what they did at the seat, at, at the Capitol. That's what I mean by because I, I I I I don't think this was just um okay. We're gonna go up there now. Granted, Trump himself did say, "I'm gonna be." A gonna be up there by, side by side with y'all we gonna march up to the capitol and and we know that was a bold face lie you know what I'm saying I didn't even have to not see Trump at the capitol to know that he was again, gonna be there with them um, but um, you know it, it it's all of this it, it's just like I said fishy fishy but it it was for lack of a better word and too good to be true too good to be true in the sense that these people did this without any type of coercion from and as successful as they were to get into various areas and to get into the Capitol. Now, again, the reason why the reasons uh, that I named last week still stand, I mean, Everybody was in on it. White supremacy was definitely in on it. The white supremacist groups, that is the police, the American police departments and the the, the maggots and stuff like that. Um, they were in on it. But again, there was some people there who got lumped into it because they got coerced by federal agents posing as maggots. Because um, not everybody who was there is getting arrested. The people who are getting arrested are the people who are not federal agents who infiltrated uh this this MAGA group they're not getting they're they, you're not going to see or hear from them ever again in fact you they're probably not the ones who is live streaming or on camera like that they're a part of the crowd and everything and showing you where the rooms are and all that stuff but They're not going to be the ones who you see go to prison and get organic vegan meals. True story. You know, the Viking man. um, Yeah, he he's a guy who only likes to eat organic food. And when he got arrested, he refused to eat the food at the prison. He was that he is locked up in um, because the, the food was not organic. So. The judge then orders that he would not only get organic food, but vegan food. Uh, So this man got more than he bargained for. I wrote about that, actually. I'll try to remember to leave that article in the description box below. But, you know, um, even the ones who are getting arrested, they're not going to get, you know, sure, they're not going to be free but they're not going to be treated as badly as if a bunch of angry niggas went up there and did what the fuck they did a couple weeks ago. Heck, that's even if those angry niggas ended up not dying. So, I wanted to say that. Um, There's more. I wanted to bring that aspect up about the um, here's what I'm going to do because I, I didn't plan on making a cut but I am going to cut so I'm going to cut it here next I'm going to talk about the pardons specifically the black pardons Trump the black people that Trump uh, pardoned and also in that same uh, topic I'm going to talk about the thoughts or just my quick thoughts about the inauguration because I don't think both of them are going to be very long so uh stay tuned all right so we are back as i stated before here <laughs> to talk about donald trump's black pardons not all of everybody that he pardoned um, but just the black ones and it's not because i'm a racist it's not because oh he only care about the black party and that not anybody ain't no no <laughs> it's cuz there's a point that i have to make with who he pardoned and uh I want to make sure that, I don't know, I don't know how to make sure of this, honestly, but I still want to put the message out there that um, him pardoning Lil Wayne, him pardoning Kodak Black, and uh, Kwame Kilpatrick um, was not out of the kindness of his heart, had every single thing to do with a personal agenda that he had. So, let's talk about Lil Wayne and Kodak Belak. Kodak Black so I think you can tie the Little Wayne meeting with Donald Trump together um, I think Weezy knew that he was about to get locked up and he used Donald Trump and said hey I will endorse you This again this had nothing to do with Uh, some plans for Black America, this, that, and the third. No, none of that. He said, I will endorse you and possibly get you more Black votes. This is before the election. Remember this. Before the election. The Black vote, once again, sadly, but once again, got the Democratic, uh, got the Democratic candidate over the hump. That is Joe Biden. Imagine if all those votes went to Donald Trump. Donald Trump would still be the president right now. So the plan was to get all of the black Wheezy fans, or people who like him for whatever fucking reason, to then say, well, you know, if Weezy is okay with him, then maybe he's not a, as bad as mainstream media is putting him out to be. So... You know, maybe we should vote for Donald Trump come November. That was the plan for Weezy to get his fans basically to ride for Donald Trump. And they both lied and said it was for black America when it wasn't. And y'all still fucking with Wheezy because of that. But OK, so it's because of that. Um, and Trump, he would he would possibly get, you know, the the, the black vote if that was the case. And, um, I guess the word was, hey, you give me the black vote, I'm going to pardon you. Um, and you can, you can tell that was the case. And, well, although Trump lost, I still think that he wanted to <laughs> oddly spend his last day of, pres- of being a president, um, uh, being a man of his word. Um, uh, And by doing so, he was like, let me pardon Lil Wayne. Kodak Black is pretty much in the same boat. Now, to my knowledge, Kodak did not meet with with Donald Trump. Um, so there was no, hey, I'm going to get my Black fans to vote for you, or I'm going to openly endorse you. And therefore, the Black people, um and also non-black, it wasn't just to get some black vote, it's to the people who look at these black artists and look at them and, and for some reason uh, hold their word as bond and, and you know, hold it as gospel for some reason, once again, these two morons, Lil Wayne and Kodak Black and and say, well if they said something if they say something, then it must be true or it must be something valuable so you know what if they say vote for Donald Trump boom again I don't think that's the case with Kodak Black that's definitely the case with Lil Wayne Uh, but the case with Kodak Black I think that he was lumped in there as well not because Donald Trump believed that Kodak Black didn't deserve to be locked up it was to once again reach for the black voter fan base again. Kodak didn't necessarily come out and 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 endorse Donald Trump, um, to my knowledge at least. But let's talk about twenty twenty four. Now, I don't think Donald Trump can run for president again since he he was impeached twice. But the very people that is that. Was a part of his team. The very. I guess. uh, The type of Republicans. uh, Are still. Donald Trump still has a base. That people need to. Try to appease to. To some way. Um, Heck. He got 75,000 more votes. The last go around. The last election go around. Than he did back in 2016. His base was growing. Basically. With that being said, there needs to be in these in these people's eyes, there there is a need for these people to get out and vote, and there's a need uh, to to keep them voting, primarily for the Republican uh, candidate, but to keep them in their back pockets. Um, and they're not going to do so by actually tending to their needs. They're going to do so by uh, Trying to do what Trump did, but um, be smarter and more calculated with it. Be less of a of a uh, of uh, pretentious asshole about it, but still are going to be uh, not very nice about it. Um, and then, like I said, most of it is going to be a more calculated. Donald Trump. Um, uh, they they that's what they plan on doing 2024 and going forward as well. Who who's to say they will have success or not? From the way things are looking, they probably will. But it's to appease those folks. Um it's to and I hate to say this, but I got to. The reason why I hate to say this is because I don't like talking about black folks like this. Although all skin folk are kin folk, but I hate talking about black folks like this, but I have to say this. The dumb niggas that I easily led on by the Lil Wayne's, by the Kodak Blacks, by the all the other people, you know, the dumb stupid niggas. They see something like that and they say, "Well, you know, if Donald Trump voted with him, then then why not vote for?" Or it was a Republican who did so. And well, it doesn't have to be Donald Trump. Once again, the simple fact is, oh, it was a Republican who pardoned him. It was a rep. So I'm voting Republican that day. All it takes is for those dumb, goofy-ass deeps. But those, it, that's all it takes to it. It, it takes to impress them into get them to get out and vote not actual tangible things but something of that nature okay it's the harsh it's the ugly truth um i hate that it is the truth but there's a lot of truths out there that i hate i'm not going to deny those truths i'm not going to act like they don't exist you can do that but you you are doing yourself a disservice by doing that you damn sure are listening to the wrong podcast. If you think this is the podcast that's going to tend to your, your fake truths or not tell you the truth because I don't want to offend anybody or I don't want to scare or alarm anybody. No, you're in the wrong space. You're definitely in the wrong space. I appreciate you for coming by. And if you still stick around, I appreciate you uh, especially for doing so. But just know. This is the avenue where the truth lives here. Um, and this is the avenue where I'm not going to sugarcoat. I'm not going to, you know, pancake. I'm not going to... I do all that baking, the sugarcoating and pancaking. I do that off all outside of the podcast, you know, <laughs> not on the podcast. So, you know, um, that's with that. Now, the Kwame Kilpatrick... Um, who is a former mayor of Detroit who was locked up uh, because he was accused of racketeering and extortion. I believe he got locked up in 2018, 13 or 18. But he was locked up, basically. He was supposed to serve 28 years in prison, but he's now a free man uh, because of Trump's pardon. I think that would happen because Trump, again, he wanted to cover, um, and when I say Trump, I don't necessarily mean he came up with this evil yet genius idea. I mean his team, but since he was the one who gave gives the pardons and stuff, or gave the pardon, let me put it that way, because we're after Inauguration Day, um, or pretty much after the inauguration, so Trump's no longer president. But the, 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 his team and Trump wanted to cover all of the black base. They wanted to cover the niggerish of niggers uh, who are moved by Kodak Blacks and Lil Wayne's. And then they wanted to go after those who might look at Kilpatrick as somebody who, yeah, he was doing some criminal shit. Uh, something wrong, but he was trying to help black people elevate. Um, the Jay Z, the 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 Jay Z, uh, as I think about it, the the Jay Z fans. So you got the Lil Wayne fans that's into that nigga shit. The Kodak fans who are definitely into that nigga shit. Uh, the negativity, let me put it that way. And I can say all this because I'm black. <laughs> I can say all this. You can if you're not black. Um, but I can say all this. So they wanted to feed into the negativity base. But they also wanted to feed into the um, the black base that, you know, is not necessarily clean. But they're not negativity dirty either, you know. He wanted to, to cover all of those bases because once again... The next go around 2024 and beyond, whoever is in, whoever is taking place, whoever is going to be the next Republican candidate, they want to make sure those bases remember the names of Lil Wayne, Kodak Black, and Kwame Kilpatrick. They wanted them to remember that and say, well, you know what? It was the Republicans who freed my mans. So you know what? I'm going to vote for the Republicans not the Democrats. And especially if the rest of this presidency, Biden-Harris presidency is going to go how many of us think to, think believe it's going to go. Not as well as we want it to be. Um, and definitely a shit show. Probably uh, 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 a mayoed lathered version and mayo curry lathered version of the Obama uh, years you know but just with one term um, possibly one term um, I don't know if you know the Biden Harris is going to be a one term thing but I do still strongly believe that Joe Biden Whether it's one term or one year, is going to step down at some point, and Kamala Harris will be the front runner um, as the DNC president. Um, She will eventually be the president or the front runner. Um, And therefore, they're going to be like, we don't need it. We don't need Bernie. We don't need Tulsi Gabbard. We don't need um, Elizabeth Warren. We don't need Andrew Yang. We don't need anybody else because. We have Kamala Harris already. Um, so again, mark my words. Prediction God still in effect. 2021 and beyond. But that's pretty much it. What I got to say about the whole situation. His pardons. I'm unimpressed with him, of course. Um, all the pardons. Not just the black pardons, but all the pardons. I don't think him and people who invaded taxes... When, when the black folks get, uh, I don't, I'm I'm just going to come out. A lot of the crimes those white men were accused of, my black ass could not, uh, could not do. A lot of the crimes those white folks were locked up for, doing time for before they got free because of Trump. None of our black asses, if you have a black ass, all right, none of us can get away with that. You know, the only time we would get free is once again, if one of the politicians wanted to make it look like they gave a fuck about us and they just wanted to appease our base had nothing to do with how they really felt. It wasn't like Trump was like, and that Lil Wayne's probably the only one I feel as though he probably was like, oh, I really like that guy. I want him to not be in prison. So if I could do something about it, I will. Lil Wayne, that's it. I don't think Kodak Black is that and I definitely don't think uh, Kilpatrick is that as well. All of them are essentially where we're we're pardoned simply because of um, ulterior motives, but I think the only one who might have a little bit of, I guess, compassion from, um, in regards to the black ones. Let me put it that way. Uh, from Donald Trump is Lil Wayne. He might actually like Lil Wayne. Like he, like he has a nice relationship with him. Um, and Trump, for as much of a Horrible person he is. I think that if you're on his good side, he's willing to do a lot. His four years proved a lot of the people that were on his good side ended up making a lot of money, ended up being free when they were arrested and ended up actually being treated really well. And I'm not saying that I I, want to be on his good side. I'm saying for as much of a horrible person that he is, he's going to take care of you if you're on his good side. That's that's just how it is, um, and that's the only type of compliment I'm going to give to him. Uh, sucks because if he was actually a nice person, that would be an addition. That like he's really, he's really nice to people in general. But people that he actually cares about, he actually goes above and beyond for. But you know he's a terrible person. We know that. You ain't got to hear me say all that. Um, Definitely not for another year or four years or whatever. Um, fun fact: I've only been doing this podcast for three years, so three out of four years I've been telling y'all how trash Donald Trump is. So for anybody who's think that I support the dude simply because I I criticize uh, the left and, and and the Democrats and shit, you bugging. So anyways, speaking of the, the left and the Democrats and people bugging bugging out and shit. Um, let's talk about the inauguration real quick. So... <laughs> um, I was asked if I watched the inauguration. Um, I didn't watch the whole thing. Um, now, I... you. This is what I did with the presidential debates and the VP debate. Well, the one presidential debate and the one VP debate. So, I did... Uh, I I stream on YouTube from time to time. I call it the stream of consciousness where I literally just talk about a couple topics. It's kind of like, you know, a podcast, you know, pretty much, but it's live. Um, But I don't do it every week and I don't have a set date. I just do it whenever I feel like it. I should have. I'm saying, I'm bringing that up because one, subscribe to the YouTube channel Um, and then linked in the description box below. Two, um, I say that because the only reason why I wish I watched the, or at least more of it, I won't say the entire inauguration, but the, 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 uh, at least half hour of it, maybe 20, 30 minutes, 20, 25, 30 max, if not the uh, entire in, uh, inauguration, Is because I would have talked about it during a a stream of consciousness, a stream. But I didn't, so I'm not going to stream about it. But I am going to talk about what I did see. And I will say, your man Joe Biden is literally the worst speech. He's one of the most boring speech makers, boring talkers of all time. He literally... Fits the stereotype of the old man who just talks and talks and talks and talks and talks and talks your ear off. That man is fucking boring. I swear to God, if any of if he ever gets a podcast and any of y'all end up subscribing to him and actually listen to him, I'm gonna ask you to unsubscribe from me. And if you're not, let it be known so I can block you so that way you can unsubscribe from me. There's ain't no way in hell. That I'm going to feel so confident that people who can listen to that man talk for an hour plus listen to me and think we're just as entertaining. I am a lot more entertaining than that motherfucker. A lot more entertaining than that motherfucker. At least Donald Trump had some personality. Uh, He uh, he an old fart too, but at least he was funny. At least he had some wild shit to say. Joseph R. Biden... Is literally the most boring politician I have ever laid. Him and Mitch McConnell. Him and Mitch McConnell are the most boring. I hate to hear them speak politicians of all fucking time. And since we're talking about politicians that I absolutely hate, but I don't necessarily hate to speak hate hearing to speak. I think the witch, Nancy Pelosi, oddly has a Pleasing and a not so pleasing voice. Ugh! Can't believe I admitted that. But yeah, I can. Li- I'd rather had. i I would rather Nancy Pelosi get up there and speak, and, and, and rather than Donald Trump. I mean, yeah, of course, right? Well, I'd rather had Donald Trump speak than all the motherfuckers. To be honest with you. But that doesn't mean I voted for him. That doesn't mean I'm endorsing him. I'm saying he's a better speaker than as, and he's more entertaining than a lot of them. Now, of course, he has the edge because he is a TV, a reality TV star. So, of course, he has that edge against, you know, Joe Biden, Nancy, and, and Mitch McConnell and anybody else. Uh, I get that. But still, man, like, when I look at the old tapes of Joe Biden very, being very super passionate about locking niggas up and creating a crime bill and how that's going to, you know, get us all in cages and shit. And, you know, how we need to... He was very passionate. Very passionate when talking about that. Heck, he still has signs of being very passionate when he's telling black civil rights activists to go to hell for simply asking for tangibles. But when it comes to him faking the funk, that man, again, Donald Trump at least... Was entertaining when he was faking a funk. He's talking about I'm going to kiss all my supporters and I love you and look at my African American over there. You know what I'm saying? He was at least very entertaining with his in you know his his lack of genuinity or whatever, right? Joe Biden is fucking boring, man. And, and why why are you looking at his tone? Why don't you just listen to what he was saying? funny coming from motherfuckers who voted for somebody simply because they was not Donald Trump not because of any fucking policy or anything of that nature get the fuck out of here don't tell me to pay attention to this man speak because don't tell me not to pay attention to how boring he is and not pay attention to the things that he said even though I will comment on that but don't tell me to not to do that when you voted for the man simply because you was afraid of Donald Trump you didn't expect anything you didn't want anything from the dude and, and 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 definitely definitely do not tell me not to critique this man if you only voted for him because he has a kind heart in your eyes. Get the fuck out of here. If you're trying to tell me that I can't look at this man's feet for five minutes, yes, that's how long it was. That's why I said... Uh, the, If I thought about it, I would have put myself through longer. But I didn't think about let me talk about it during a stream, you know, Um, but the next time something like that happens or the next time something important, I guess, big happens because that's usually the basis of the streams. I talk about other things as well, but usually the big base of it is something happened. Um, like a debate or, a, or you know, whatever. And then I share my thoughts on what was said live. And yeah, I talk about other things and I get, you know, I don't get people commenting, but the point is to get people comment, to share their thoughts and stuff and blah, 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 right? But again, that slipped my mind when I watched five minutes of, Joe Biden speak. That's how fucking terrible he was. He 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 threw me off my game. I was like, this man, all the other policies aside, real quick. All, well, non-policies, but all the other shit aside. This man is fucking boring, man. What what's what happened to crime Bill Joe? What happened to that nigga? Like I already know his health is he's old, his his mind is not right. His health is deteriorating. Like my mouth, when I I speak too much, I got to take, you know, sips of water. But At least I can be entertaining. This man was born as born can be. Golly, I've had lectures, college lectures that I've slept through, not all the way, but at least woke up and there were certain parts of that lecture. That was less boring. I won't say not boring at all, but less boring. In the five minutes of that motherfucker speaking. And why? Because it was phony. It was bullshit. He's a big, fat, skinny phony, man. Trump's the big, fat phony. But Biden is the big, fat, skinny, old phony. I couldn't couldn't sit through all that, man. Y'all voted for a born motherfucker. And this is what y'all get. Y'all gonna have to sit through a year tops. A year to four years tops. Because again, he's not doing two terms. Um, and I'm saying that because he said he wasn't doing two terms. I don't think he's finishing out one complete term. But this is the dude from uh, either for one to, 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 to uh, three years... Y'all gonna have to listen to this man. But he's not Donald Trump, so, you know, I guess, right? Um, He lets, he makes y'all forget about politics or forget about all this other stuff. So again, it doesn't matter. Right. Um, Now let's get on to shit that he was actually saying because unlike a lot of motherfuckers, yeah, when I get bored, I still listen. You know, that's a part of, actually paying attention to shit. Ooh, I I, I would have been damned. Now I'm mad at myself for not thinking of watching at least 20 minutes of it so I can talk about it via stream. But I'd be extra mad at myself for not listening to a goddamn thing he said. I did. For five minutes before tuning him off. I did. So let me tell you what I thought about the things he was saying. It might not come to a surprise, but that nigga lied. I, I didn't believe anything he was saying. Um, once again, it was all platitudes. It was all empty. It was all, I hear you, America. I feel your pain, America. It was all of that, but nothing substantial. At all. Nothing about the supposed $2,000 uh, uh, stimulus checks that y'all, I can, I'm going to keep saying y'all when it comes to that because I'm never getting one of those things. It'd be a miracle if, it did, if I did. But even when I am told I qualify for it, I still don't get it. So, yeah. Anyways, when it comes to that, he'd be yes and y'all. When it comes to other things, he's bullshitting as well. You know, things that he claims to be for his bullshitting. Uh, I'm getting bored talking about it, man. This is insane. This is insane. This man has that power. Wow. This man got so much fucking boredom power that even talking about him for 29 minutes it's boring me it's making me yawn Jesus Christ I should wrap this up your man sucks on all all facets of life man sucks as a politician he sucks as a human being he sucks as a speaker (sighs) that's where I'm gonna end it that's my thoughts about the five minute inauguration that I saw Y'all y'all feel free to comment if you watch the entire thing. First of all, tell me if you stayed awake. Through, don't lie either. Tell me honestly if you stayed awake through all of it. If you did, honestly, how? Tell me how. Did you need coffee? Did you need to take some drugs? Did you have to sniff some coke? Need some, you know, some uppers or whatever, right? If you needed some of that. Yeah, I ain't gonna tell nobody. I ain't gonna tell Kamala Harris. She ain't gonna know about it. You know what I'm saying? If you want to snitch on yourself to her. She can lock you up, but I ain't going to tell her. So relax. But if you needed some substance to keep you awake through all of that, tell me what it was. And then also tell me why the fuck did you do that? I know to stay awake so I could but why, why exactly do you want to see this man speak for longer than five minutes? Why did I wait for five minutes? I'm mad at myself. But at least it was only five and not an hour or 45 minutes or anything longer than it really needed to be. Yeah, so that's my thoughts on the inauguration and Trump's black pardons. Um, just to go back to that real quick, he what would have impressed me if he pardoned uh, Mumuya. Um, he is a black freedom, freedom fighter, uh, Grandmaster Jay, who I talked about last week. Um, if he would have pardoned him, that would have impressed me. Any of the black Panthers, to be honest with you, or any of the black Panther adjacent civil rights activists who are still locked up to this day, if they were pardoned, um, that would have impressed me. But this is the same man who wanted Uh, the execution of the now exonerated five, former Central Park five. So, I mean, yeah, I'm not surprised at it. Oh yeah, if he pardoned Julian Assange, Chelsea Manning, Edward Snowden, any of the people that I named, I would have been impressed. Whether it be all six of the names I just named, or simply just one. I would have been impressed. I would have never... I I mean, I would have probably still talked shit about Lil Wayne and Kodak Black. Um, but I would have said, well, he did that for that the reasons he did. But at least he got Assange out. At least Mamiya is out. At least Grandmaster J is out. At least Edward Snowden, Chelsea Manning. All these other folks are out. So... Yeah, his list was trash, Joe Biden's trash, that nigga is born as hell. Um, We're going to pause it here, and then we're going to get into the last topic. Stay tuned, especially if you listen to that whole fucking inauguration. I know he wasn't the only speaker, but if you listen to him speak, you better stay tuned, or else unsubscribe. and last topic here. Uh, I had to... I'm blaming Joe on this as well. All right? you, you did it, Joe. Uh, Joe Body made me break my carb less or lack of carb eating uh, that I wanted to start for at least a, a week and then obviously go further. Now, reason why you know I made myself uh some cinnamon cornbread you know because I figured if I was gonna have some carbs at least have it be some enjoyable carbs um but I was really really like for some reason like low energy tired uh when I discussed that Joe Biden (laughs) segment I'm blaming him for that too that's weird uh because it's not like I didn't get any sleep or didn't get enough sleep. I did. I think it's mainly because of the workout I did today. And, you know, I went for a walk and the cold weather in general really makes me tired. Um, but I'm blaming Joe. I'm blaming me discussing Joe. So, uh, in the future, when I do discuss Joe Biden, I'm going to make sure that, uh, I don't drink coffee, so I can't have coffee on my side, but at least maybe I'll use those days to uh, load up on carbs um, for the fuel, and then uh, get to talking about old boring ass Joe. Anyways, back to the topic at hand or at least let's get into the topic at hand. Kyrie is me and the discussion of self destructive behavior so I, i i before i talked about the previous topics i thought this was going to be uh the only topic for this episode because i thought it would be actually a great solo topic but i didn't want to i didn't not want to talk about it i didn't want to wait until the future to make it its own solo episode now if there's something that i want to discuss furthermore in addition to what I'm going to say here, um, then maybe that will be a solo episode. Maybe I'm going to just tack it on to one of the various topics. But I just knew that I had to get this one out the way. I knew I wanted to, and hence why I'm doing it. So, Kyrie is me. What do I mean by that? So, what I simply mean by that is... There are certain traits that Kyrie Irving has, and if you don't know who Kyrie Irving is, he's an NBA player, but a very easy, he's a controversial one, you know, to say it the least. Um, this is going to take, I don't want to explain too much. Um, you're going to have to do some research on him yourself if if you want to, um, if you don't have the prior knowledge, because, um, you know, it is what it is, but I'll get into who he is and how I identify with, you know, certain aspects of him as well, and how that's how that type of self-destructive behavior has shaped out my life. I can't say how it's helped him out or shaped his life. Um, and when I say shaped my life, I mean good and bad. Um, yes, it, it. There, there are. Th- Weird, oddly weird situations to where self-destructive behavior ended up being a good thing for me. And I'll get into all that. Um, so, what do I mean by Kyrie is me? Um, I don't mean all of Kyrie. I think that not only is he a dude who is very, how you can say, eccentric, uh he 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 walks to the tune of his own drum but he also is an attention seeker you know one might say attention whore um me i am not that when i am doing what i do i'm not doing it solely for the basis of trying to get people to talk to me i mean not talk to me but look at me and stuff or talk to me for that matter um but I'm simply, yeah, I, I do want more eyes on me specifically for what I do. More eyes on the podcast, more eyes and ears on the podcast, um, on my blog and stuff. These are the things that I do, that, the YouTube channel. These are the things that I do, obviously, that I want attention in. But in general, I'm not doing these things simply just for the attention because if that was the case, I would have done or said some things um, that I knew was going to get a reaction out of people, a reaction that resulted in me getting the mass attention that I am reaching for. Um, And that's not the case. If you look at my YouTube channel, you can clearly see that's not the case. You listen to this podcast, you can hear and see if you are a patron. Uh, that that is not the case. I'm not out here just doing shit, um, just to, you know, get get a reaction out of people. I'm just I'm just doing me. Um, and Kyrie has that side of him where he's just doing him. Not everything that he does. That's why I say he can be a, a an attention seeker. Not saying that he is one 100. But there are certain times. Where he has done things. And I for sure know he knew the ramifications for doing these things. Or he knew uh, the type of attention that will come with doing these things. And he still did not care. Now, in that aspect, I I fit that bubble as well. There are a lot of things that I've done. Not for the attention, but a lot of things that I've done. And I knew the, the ramifications. Uh, of it and I still did not care. I still ended up doing those things anyway. Because I wanted to. Because it, it, it's what I felt like doing. Um all this stuff and I'll give you uh, a a little uh I guess backstory of Kyrie um about the little trouble he's in now ish. Um basically he took off <laughs> took off, uh, quite a few games, um, this season, so far, now, the season just started a couple weeks ago, but still, he took off, uh, quite a few games already, and, um, he didn't give word as to why, um, he was caught at a, a party, uh, with more than a hundred, I want to say hundred, over a hundred people, we we'll me just put it that way, um, he said it was a family gathering. We don't... I, I don't know how to confirm or deny that. But I honestly don't care to confirm or deny. It. Um, and there was no social distancing. And um, of course, you know, it's hard to be at a family gathering with over 100 family members. And everybody's going to social distance. It depends on how big the, I guess, place you're having this gathering at. Um, but that wasn't the case. I can't make it, I, I didn't see this video, so I can't tell, I can't describe to you what the video looks like. I can't, I'm sorry, I can't describe to you what Marcellus looks like in this video. But what I can say is that that was the info that I got from people who saw the video. They didn't tell me if I, I mean, if they, they being the people there or Kyrie, um, Wore mask or anything. Um, I think a big part of it was he wasn't wearing a mask as well, Um, so he got punished for that. Basically, he got he got uh, fined fifty k for that. But then that initially was his only punishment was that he was going to lose out. uh, He was going to get pretty much get fifty thousand dollars taken away from his check. You know, Um, that's what they do when they find uh, these athletes. It's not like they have to immediately pay. Um, that fifty thousand dollars or eight hundred thousand dollars, um, it, it just gets taken out of their net's paycheck. Simple as that. I actually like that. If I were to get fined for shit, take it out of my net's paycheck. You know what I'm saying? Don't make me pay out of pocket right now. That's just me. But um, that was the case for him um initially, but then he just decided, well, I'm not gonna play. Um and he didn't give any any explanations. He didn't he didn't he didn't give a heads up to the coaches, not to his supposed right-hand man, KD, uh, nobody. He just did not show to work. Things that I've done plenty of times at the shit, the last job. Um when I was working uh retail. Um it's plenty of days, plenty of days that I did not show up to work without calling. Without doing anything. Same saying to anybody. Notifying people that I knew worked there. Done. I did that plenty of times. So this is not coming from a judgmental. How dare you state. Because if I'm going to do that to Kyrie. I have to do that for myself. A lot of the shit that he's done. Um, thus far in this season. Um, and just in the past of him. Just being. Uh. Aside from the attention-seeking stuff, but him somewhat being an asshole, (laughs) or him being uh, selfish to some extent, uh, or just simply just thinking about him. Yeah, I can relate to all that. You know, admittedly, obviously, because I just did, but I can can relate to all that. So for every game that he ends up missing, he's going to be fine. $800,000 Eight hundred thousand dollars, basically. Um, he's back now. He's back to playing now. Um, you know. So that's there's there's that on that. Um, but as far as you know, if he's going to um, go AWOL once again or whatever, I don't know. And I'm gonna leave it there. Um, I'm not gonna speculate anything. I can only determine what the fuck I'm gonna do. And how I'm going to react and behave and all this other stuff. So um, that was just an example of Kyrie's or some of Kyrie's self-destructive behavior. Now, as someone, like I said, who can identify with that, who can identify with knowing uh, that there will be consequences to doing things and still end up doing it. Um, people can call that stupidity. Um, but then you look at it and you say, that's another thing about Kyrie. Um, for all the things I just named, he is somebody. And I'm not saying this takes away from the self-destructive behavior and activity in the mindsets that he has. But for someone who does do that, he also pairs a lot of the, I guess, bad with a lot of... Um, philanthropy work, especially for um, black people. Um, he bought a house for George Floyd's family. Um, he donates to, he he has, uh, his family is also part Native American. Uh, and he likes, he donates to a lot of the organizations there, a lot of the reservations there. Um, he rallies for them when when they're you know protesting and everything i i believe he was there at standing rock at some point as well he supported what there was standing rock years ago um so did i but i wasn't there um so it's like he 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 does some good and he does some quote bad <clears throat> once again um, but he's a man of his own word and convention. In, and he's going to do what he feels is is the right thing to do. He also donated, I believe, half of his paycheck, um, either half or like eighty percent, I believe, it was a large amount to the WNBA uh, last year. Um, yeah, he did that. Um, like I said, he he does a lot of uh, philanthropy, uh, philanthropy. Yeah philanthropic, how can I say that, but not philanthropy, but he does a lot of philo- philanthropic work, um, and I'm not painting him out to be a bad guy, and just like I'm not painting myself out to be a bad guy, we're all, fu- we're, we're all flawed, the difference between a flawed individual, um, the difference between us as flawed individuals is, if we can identify what our flaws are and how we can go about fixing them, if we want to course correct, or at least, you know, identifying is the first part of it. Even if you don't have an exact plan or the knowledge on how you're going to course correct, at least you know what the problem is. Now, that's not saying simply just because you you know what the problem is and you're able to identify it that that's enough and you don't have to do anything at all all you got to do is say well i know i'm this well i know i'm that there's a lot of people out here who who know their problems but they're purposely not putting in the work they they know what to do how to how to not make those flaws flaws anymore but they're purposely not doing so because they don't want to put in the work because they're too lazy. And uh, work, putting in that work means holding yourself accountable. And they think the only way of themselves, the only accountability that they should hold is simply identifying what the problem is. No, that's not, that's not full accountability at all. Not at all. Full accountability is being able to identify the problem. When you find out solutions on how to solve said problem, you go about those, uh, you go about solving the problem and it doesn't have to be quick or whatever, but the simple fact of the matter is you actually going about solving this issue that, you know, you have that is being, that is how you, you, you fully, uh, that is being fully accountable, uh, accountable for your actions. So. I say that just to say I'm pretty sure Kyrie is aware of that. This is not a bastion of him. Um, This is another, I guess, topic about myself. But I want to try to at least uh, inspire other people who might be, um, you know, conducting themselves in ways where they know they can be better people. Or they might be acting in self-destructive behaviors. Um, my my goal here is to let y'all know that hey, I do it too. I'm not perfect. That's number one. I feel like a lot of people get this perception when they see me, hear me, whatever. They think that I believe I'm perfect, or they think that I'm perfect. No, I'm not. I don't. I don't think that I'm perfect. Not definitely not perfect. You know. Um, some of the self-destructive behavior that I myself have done um, is having an opportunity in my face um, and being lazy and fearful of failing at said opportunity um, to the point where I just I, I, blow, I, I blow it off. Um, now, that's not for every opportunity that was all in my face. Um, a lot of them were, I, I I saw how bullshit it was, so I just didn't take part of it. That's not self-destructive de- destru- uh, behavior. That is self-preservation. So, ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, but there are opportunities that I, I feel as though if I would have taken advantage of. Um, now, life is life, you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't end when you miss out on one opportunity. That door just, that door closed. You, It was open to you and it closed because you either closed it or the time, you know, life just ended up closing it. But that does not mean there are no more, no more doors out there. There are a lot more doors out there. You know, there's, not, there's more than one door in this world. I mean, not literally <laughs> and figuratively speaking, there's more than one door in this world. So me saying that those opportunities did not go through. Sure, I would have, I'm curious to see how my life would be had I actually taken those opportunities or at least taken them seriously, right? And not allowed my fear of failure because of these opportunities to, to make me act in ways that destroyed those opportunities. Um, yeah, I I I I think about that, but at the same time, like I said, um, just because those doors are closed doesn't mean there aren't any other doors that are that that aren't open. In fact, I've walked through many other doors that opened up because of those doors closing. And there are times where in your life where there's going to be multiple doors open. But you can only walk through at least one or a few of them. You can't, you won't be able to walk through all of them. So you have to decide which direction you're going to go. And that's perfectly fine if you end up walking through a couple doors or a door and you, do, and you, you, you regret it. And now the other doors that you had uh, open are now closed. There's, the good thing is, once again, there are still more other doors. There are still doors. You may have walked through one or two doors in your life, and you're like, this shit sucks. I don't like it. But you tried to walk through the other doors, and now they're now closed. There's still more doors out there, man. So don't worry about it. So with me, it was, it was that. It, it, that's part of it. Uh, other things I was doing... Um, I'll give you one um, in regards to schooling. So, I and hopefully things go well. If I stay on a straight and narrow path, I should be graduating next year, 2022. But it um, started off years, years, years ago <laughs> really strong. Um, as I do with a lot of things, I would start off these things really strong and then some down some time down the line i will either get too comfortable or i get too lazy or i, I get the fear of failure to you know the demons start speaking to me and allow them to take over let, allow all that to take 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 me over um and then i slack off or i just you know Go focus on something else that I know I'm going to end up not failing. Um, But end up neglecting whatever I was doing in the the first place. School was like that. Um, And this is why I said moments ago. Certain self-destructive behaviors opened up my eyes to a lot of stuff. Um, Because I was looking... Once I knew, once I got to the point to where I ended up on academic uh, warning or probation or whatever, it was uh, the second time. Let me put it that way. Uh, Not sure why the university wanted me there so bad or want me there so bad, but yeah, I I don't know if you—it's a three-strike rule. I don't know. Uh, Usually, when I hear stories about people being on academic probation they either turn it around after the first time or they they're they're out me it took two i'm on strike two i'm on strike two um or at least that's what i was told it was a strike two um and i feel like that really opened up my eyes and my mind on all this other on this stuff like you've made it this far um Do not give up because you're not happy with school. And I'm going to keep it up. But I'm still not happy with it. Um, Because the shit fucking sucks. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like I don't like this shit. But you know what? I'm so close to the end. I'm so close to the end. Um, And there is some joy to it. Let me not make it seem like it's all totally doom and gloom and shit. But there is some joy to it. Not a lot. But there is some joy to it. Um, And had I not stuck it around so long, I wouldn't have met, uh, you know, uh, Dr. Kristen Lee. Um, She's a great, great sociologist, psychologist, writer, um, just one of the most beautiful people I've ever met in my life. Um, So shout out to her. But had I not stuck it through, I wouldn't have met her. Um, a lot of what she, my, my time with her as well, um, it's really taught me to be more resilient and to get, not just with, with school, but in life in general, uh, y'all, y'all gotta check her out. Uh, Kristen is, Kristen is spelled with a K, uh, no H, uh, so Kristen Lee, uh, K-R-I-S. That's how you spell the Chris in Kristen. Um, and then Lee is spelled the way that it it's le so check her out um, and tell her I sent you to um, but it that was one of the situations again like I say I'm a to go, go name them again number one was me uh, being fearful of failing opportunities so I slacked off when I shouldn't have I should have kept going Number two, it's kind of the same thing with school, but also a lack of interest and in all that other shit and feeling like I'm wasting my time and spending that time. I should have been focusing on school on shit that, you know, like podcast or YouTube or playing video games more like it It, 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 it was, it was most likely just me wasting my time playing video games. Um, Three a self-destructive behavior of mine that I have overcame. Um the I'ma just say my sex life. Um you know I was someone who how could I say this? <laughs> oh man! So how can I say this, man? <clears throat> I hate this term, by the way. I think it's stupid as hell. But I, I'm gonna say it anyway. So I had a whole phase, but didn't necessarily had a whole. F- not as I guess hoish. <laughs> whole face is the saying that I really hate. Hoish sounds stupid as hell too. But whole phase I whole oh, shit is dumb. But I'm going to say it because I can't think of anything else to say. Um, but I had a whole phase, but not as hoish, I guess, as other people's whole phases may have been. Um, but my whole phase, it, it came later on, uh, much later in life than most people's. Most people's, it was their teen years, it was their early 20s. Mine was my mid-twenties. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it was ten years as well, but not as much. I didn't start having sex till 17. Most people start their whole phase. Especially most millennials. Let me put it that way. <laughs> Started their whole phase at probably like 14, 13, 15. Yeah. So... I was a late bloomer on that as, as, aspect as well. But I'm a late bloomer on a, a lot of shit, to be honest with you. that's probably for a future episode. Um, you know? Um, and it's okay to be a late bloomer too. That's why I believe that I will make a great super episode. A, uh, a great super episode. A super great future episode. <laughs> Alright? So, yeah. Shout out to all the late bloomers out there. You know? Um, whether you were a whole wish phase like me or you never had one, don't, don't think you need one cause you don't, uh, trust me, you don't, you're going to get yourself in trouble emotionally, physically thinking that you need to have one. Like I did now that was part of it. Me feeling like I needed to have one, but another part of it was me being insecure and feeling like sex validated who the fuck I was. Uh, it's also me just being a straight up super freak. But, you know, we're not going to get into that aspect. All right? We're going to get into the other two aspects. So, with that being said, <laughs> um, that was it. I was self destructing. And the thing about it is, with my self destructive behavior, even as an adult, a young adult, a teenager, it was certain things I knew I was doing that was again self-destructive, and I still ended up doing it because it's what I want to do. Right? Stubbornness—that's another thing, Kyrie and I have. We're both stubborn. Um, sometimes, in good and for for very good reasons, um, and sometimes for not very good reasons at all. Um, or I won't say not very good reasons, but no, really good no good reason at all you know it was just it was good enough for us but when you think about it after those situations or at least for me I can't speak for him once again but at least with me when I think about those situations those instances I think back and I say to myself yeah I was just telling myself that was a good reason that wasn't necessarily a good good reason or reason enough let me put it that way to do what I did so That's that. But then there are times where I do think and still think back at situations that I've done something, said something, whatever. And I still believe those are good reasons. Self-destructive behavior is, yeah, it's it's something that is real. But oftentimes, um, what you feel is best for you, others might not think is best for you. You can be somebody, again, I'm going to bring up college. College isn't for everybody. Schooling is not for everybody. You could be someone who tried it and dropped out. You could be like Kanye. You know what I'm saying? Look at Kanye now. I'm not talking about the the bullshit he's into, but just as far as his stature. He's someone who tried the whole college thing and it didn't work out. Um, He was like, this ain't for me. I'm going on and following my dreams. I'm pretty sure there was people in his ear telling him, (laughs) basically saying... He was self-sabotaging by dropping out of college. You know, he was ruining his life. He was making the wrong decision. And look, do you think Kanye would be Kanye right now? The amount of money he has right now. Financially well off right now. If he went to college. Now, he probably had whatever he decided to do. It really depends on what, what, what field he was in. Um, But do you think he'd be Kanye West rich right now if Kanye West would have stuck to college and said, let me not go into music or whatever? I think he wanted to be a teacher. So as much as teachers deserve to have Kanye money, he damn sure was not going to be as rich as he is right now being a teacher. Let's keep it real. I'm not. This is not you. If you know me, you know damn well I love teachers. You know damn well I believe teachers as someone who used to be one, believe that they need, they deserve a lot more money. I just say they deserve the Kanye money that he got right now. But in reality, they don't have Kanye money. And I'm saying, and I'm not saying money is the only thing that is important in life. Um but even in situations where money does not matter, um Somebody can make a decision for themselves, not based off of the money. Let's talk about let us let's look at it on the other side. There are opportunities that people pass up. I myself have passed up that were very lucrative opportunities, but we felt as though our heart wasn't in it, and no amount of money could convince us that this was a good gig for us or well, going into this field was something. Uh, worth worth spending our life doing. That's a situation where money is abundant and it's presented to whoever is um, being presented at opportunity and that person still turns it down because the money wasn't enticing them because there was something deeper than money that they wanted. I've done that plenty of times. I've done that with quitting jobs because yeah, I can quit this job and get um, I can work this job and get $250, 300 a week on a fucking good week if they book me, or I can quit, make my own money, struggle for a bit, um, been struggling for a while to be honest with you, it feels like at least, but, um, struggle and hustle, make my own money and be happy in other ways. Or work this job and get paid every week but be miserable as fucking. possibly catch coronavirus. You know, some people, and not even some, there are people who, who believe that, you know, the decision that I made was not a good one, you know? And there are other people who have done the same thing that I did. And I'm pretty sure their people was in their ear telling them they they made a bad decision. Um, some way, somehow telling them, That they made a bad decision. That was self-destructive behavior. Uh, But again, that's another example of this quote-unquote self-destructive behavior um, working out. Because had I continued working that job, I wouldn't have published my second book in 2020. I wouldn't have, you know... Continued on hustling with this podcast, wouldn't have continued on hustling with other things that I uh, that that I do. I wouldn't be happy. Period. To be honest with you, I would not be happy. Um. So if that was self-destructive behavior, me quitting that job was self-destructive behavior. But me going for my happiness is is the result of of you know me being a happier person than i than i was back then um was the result of that self-destruction i'm 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 choosing that self-destruction at any any day of the week if i had the chance to rewind the time simple as that um so you got to think about your happiness at the end of the day and i mean like your actual happiness not a temporary high not if you're out here being loosey-goosey with your sex life and, or doing drugs or alcohol and again all these other things that can contribute to an, someone actually self-destructing and getting a temporary high because with me and sex it was a temporary high or oftentimes literally that post-nut clarity um, where it's like I not only hated myself but I hated the other person and they didn't deserve that hate you know, it was a consensual thing. It wasn't like I was raped. No, absolutely not. But it was a consensual thing, but they didn't deserve the hate that I gave them the hateful energy. I gave them literally after I busted, you know what I'm saying? And that's because I wasn't happy with myself. Um, so, you know, these things are, are real and you, you, have to be able to like I was saying before identify the issue but um, uh uh along with identifying what the the issue is you have to be able to understand that it needs to be fixed um you know at the end of the day whatever issues that I I I brought myself into Uh, Because of my quote, once again, self-destructive behaviors, I knew that whatever I landed myself into, whatever mud I landed myself into, I did not want to be sitting in this mud my entire life. So I got up, I cleaned myself off, uh, and, you know, I moved on from that situation, you know? Or I'm in the process of still cleaning myself off and moving forward from that situation. And that's how I want you all to look at these situations. Don't judge yourself harshly and say, I'm stupid, I'm dumb, I'm the worst person in the world. Trust me, I did all that thinking that doing that was going to motivate me. It was somehow going to be like a slap in the face for me to wake up. And all it does is it makes shit worse because you hear, instead of positive affirmation you're hearing, you're hearing negative things about you. And obviously when you hear negative things about you coming from other people, it feels bad. So imagine it coming from yourself. It feels twice as bad, probably even worse. So it's not going to help you calling yourself stupid or a bad person or this, that, and the third. Hello. Y'all see that door open? Is it closed now? Do I need to get So, and I say, it, it, <laughs> "Jesus Christ, was that a ghost?" I guess that's 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 uh that's where I wrap this episode up. Uh I'm going to get my knife just in case. Um, and I'm going to turn off this camera because I don't want to see y'all. I don't want y'all, the patrons out there, to, uh, y'all paid for, for extra content and video content of the podcast, not snuff films. But, you know, that door opened and I didn't like that and now it closed. So, whoever the fuck is playing with me, count your days, nigga. Anyways, I'm just joking. No, I'm not. This has been another episode of the Ernest Thoughts Podcast with your host, Ernest. Uh, Or you love Ernest, same guy, different name. Timestamps in the description box below per usual. Wow, listen to five minutes, 10 minutes, a whole damn episode. Really appreciate that. Make sure you subscribe. If you're not subscribed, share this episode out to everybody you know, especially people you think need to hear the messages. Even if it's just one. But one of the messages, or all the messages in this episode, if you appreciated it, please let me know. Please let me know some way, somehow. Um, if you're listening to this, wherever you listen to this podcast, honestly, because um, Apple is not the only place where you can rate podcasts, but if you're listening to it on Apple or anywhere else, please uh, give it a rating. Preferably five stars or whatever the highest rating is. But you know, you choose, you decide. Um, do that. And um, that will be greatly appreciated. And like I said, your subscription and your sharing of the episode is greatly appreciated as well. If you want to support monetarily, the PayPal will be in the description box below. Become a patron for, once again, extra Content and video content of this podcast I do have a movie review up for the movie Ride it stars Ludacris a bunch of other people I don't know but I did that review Um, that review is up so check it out if you want to check that out and um, oh yeah as a patron you get these episodes a day earlier than everybody else so the episodes will be uploaded on Sundays instead of Mondays um, for this podcast and the My Two Cents podcast as well. So if you want early episodes and extra content that's releasing every week periodically, like not not, not on a set day of the week, just, just straight up every week, um, any day of the week that I end up recording it, editing it, uh, uploading it. If you want all of that, become a patron. $10 a month will get you all of that. It gets you access to the My Two Cents podcast content as well. Uh, So you don't have to simply just be a patron of this podcast. You can subscribe to this podcast uh, and still get the extra content to the My Two Cents podcast by being a patron. But other than all that, just simply subscribing and sharing the episode. Getting the word out. These are things that I really, really appreciate. And uh, thank you for it. Till next time. Until next episode. Stay black if you are black. Stay beautiful. Black lives matter. LGBTQIA lives matter. Trans lives matter. Black trans women matter. Black trans men matter. Black women matter. Black men matter. And you matter whoever you are. And I'm out. Remember. Your self-destructive behavior is not the end of you. There are doors that open up like my door did. You know? There are more doors that open up. So, keep that in mind and keep going. Till next time, until next episode, peace out. And, uh, before I go for real, for real, I forgot to, uh, Say this at the beginning of this episode. Um, You know, I mentioned about my episode of MF Doom. um, You know, at the beginning of this episode. In my episode of My Two Sins Podcast on him. But um, failed to mention... uh, Rest in peace to Larry King. Um, Larry King, you know, as someone who is... Who has a podcast. But somebody... In the field of not only journalism, but, you know, political commentary, social commentary, someone who has a podcast that is pretty much uh, a variety show to some sort where I discuss the topics that I am primarily interested in. Um You know, Larry King is definitely somebody within the broadcasting field that. I looked at as somebody who, who made it. And um, I say this a lot because it really does mean a lot to me. When I see people who f- have success in whatever field, but specifically fields that I'm really interested in, well, especially fields I'm really interested in or, or fields that I'm in right now, and seeing them do it their way, have success and do it their way. Yeah, that gives me real. That gives me hope that I, I, I too can do th- be successful and do it my way and not have to conform. You know, Um conformity in me is not that. we don't mix well. I, I, I hate. I hate having to conform. I hate having to feel like I have to conform, and. Larry King definitely was a non-conformist. Um, Larry King, he stayed, again, he stayed true to himself. He, whatever reputation he got, he got because of who he was and not who he tried to be or this the act that he tried to put on in front of the camera or behind the camera as well. And, that's what I strive, not strive to be because I feel like I am that, but that's when I look at a Larry King and again, seeing the success that he's had and just him being an overall great person, you know, success aside and, you know, whatever fields that we're in whatever similarities that we, we have, um, he was an overall just great, great person. I grew up watching and listening to him. Now, when I was a kid and stuff, I didn't have the patience for all that. As I got older, of course, yeah. Um, I was like, "Hey, I remember this scene. This guy, he's he's still old. He's <laughs> he's still living." But he's actually a really nice guy. A really smart guy as well. So, that's how I'm always going to remember him as an inspiration. As a very intelligent, nice human being. Rest in peace, Larry King.